0: A little higher.com. This week we read Para Kitavo And in Para there's a verse that says, The Eternal will establish you for himself as a holy people, just as he swore to you if you keep the commandments of the eternal your God and follow his ways. So the eight mitzvah of the torah with which we're commanded is to endeavor to emulate hashem it's to follow his ways this is what this uh, pasuk is telling us as it is written we should follow his ways so this verse gives us a huge 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 insight on how we should conduct ourselves throughout our lives and uh, regarding the way we behave Uh, there's um there's four intelligences. There is the, the SQ, the IQ, the EQ, and the BQ. The spiritual quotient, the intellectual quotient, the emotional quotient, and the behavioral quotient. Uh, the, the spiritual is hovering above us the intellectual is as you know in your brain, then you have the emotional quotient which became very important 20 years ago, everybody was about, talking about the EQ, we should not forget about our children's emotions, and then there's another quotient which people don't talk a lot about, they don't give it a lot of importance, it's the BQ which is really in the feet, and in reality. This is the most important of all of them. It's the behavioral quotient. It's the way you behave. It's the way you relate to the world. It's how you treat other people, how you conduct yourselves in life. And this is the, the at the end of the day, this is the most important thing in life. Like you can be very intelligent, but if you don't behave well, then what is that all intelligence worth? You see, Germany in, in Nazi times, uh, it was uh, the country of more, more intellectual uh, geniuses, but nevertheless, the way in which people behaved was like monsters. So the, this verse in, gives us an insight in the way in which we should conduct ourselves and how our beha- be- behavior and the fulfillment of mitzvahs as a whole so all of mitzvahs are called the ways of God God gave us a, a Torah he gave us 613 mitzvot that we have to, 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 to do, there's uh, some that are negative, some that are positive, some we restrain ourselves from doing, like you shall not kill, you shall not steal. So there's 365 of those in which we abstain ourselves, and there's 248 that we go and we do, like uh, keep Shabbat, keep kosher, give sedaka, all these that is positive. So so it says here that all of the mitzvahs are called the ways of God not only because God commanded us to follow them <clears throat> but because he himself follows them too and this is really <coughs> I'm sorry a revolutionary idea like yes the same way that someone a man puts on the feeling Hashem also puts on the feeling this is hard for us to imagine and hard for us to understand because it's giving God like a corporeal type of look which it's not because God is infinite and he has no no shape or form but to make it more understandable, it's not that he puts the feeling like we put the feeling. What it means is that the way in which we put the feeling, we, re- we are emulating Hashem. We're trying to be like him. The way he puts the feeling, we don't know. We really don't know. But the, the way in which we put the feeling, we're trying to emulate God. So hasan teach, or sages teach, that the Holy One blessed be he fulfills all the, mitzvot, all the mitzvot as it were and they interpret the verse he relates his words to Yaakov in Tehillim 147 we read what he does he tells Israel to do and observe so he doesn't ask from us something that he doesn't do himself it's like when a parent is telling their kids "Don't it, it, you, you cannot lie it's not good to lie you have to be truthful you cannot lie and then uh, uh, someone calls and the parent doesn't want to talk to this person, and he tells the kid, "Tell them I'm not home. Tell them I'm not home." So, the same way, Hashem cannot ask from us to be something that He's not. So, as the Talmud states, the Holy One, Blessed be, He puts on the feeling. The Holy One, Blessed be, He prays. The Holy One. Um, gives sedaka, all these things Hashem does too. This is in Berahot. So the mitzvahs are all of God's ways and as the Sohar expounds, the ways of God are just, implying that the Torah in its entirety is the ways of God. So it can be added that follow his ways refers to the excellence in the way we keep the mitzvot, the quality, in the intention that we put in the way we keep our, our mitzvot. So as the Rambam writes, we were commanded to show mercy, charity, and kindness, as implied in the verse, love your neighbor as yourself to borrow the Rambam's wording, in general, principle 4, what he's saying is God did not command us to perform anything more than what he had, what we had known already. So what it's saying is that we were born to do this. This is the reason we're existing, this is the raison d'etre, we're here for that, we're here to emulate Hashem through the mitzvot. It's not that we are good people and we're doing good things, this is not the intent of, of, of doing mitzvot this is a product of of doing mitzvot, this is what creates in you, but in reality the truth, the whole truth about keeping mitzvahs is about revealing Hashem in this world. The way we reveal God in this world is by us emulating God, by um, being his ambassadors in this world in which we live and, and, and behave in a way that is godly. So similar concepts are stated by the Rambam with regard to visiting the sick. For example, we see that God visited Abraham on his third day after the Brit Milah. This is called uh, this, this mitzvah is called Bikur Holim, visiting the sick, and we see that it's a commandment of the Torah. We read it every day in the morning blessings that we have to visit the sick. But God is not asking us to visit the sick if He doesn't visit the sick. So we see in the Torah in Bereishit that He visits at Abraham, comforting mourners, he comforts uh, people who lost uh, loved ones, and burying the dead. We see that he himself buried Moshe Rabbeinu. So all these acts that reflect God's attributes Uh, are what we are commanded to do this is when it says follow his ways this is what this verse means so follow after god your lord meaning that we should emulate the attributes of the holy one blessed be he he visited the sick, so we should go and visit the sick. He comforts the mourning mourners, so we should also, when there's God forbid, someone passes away, we should go to the to the house of mourning and comfort the person that is crying for his lost one. And we should also be busy doing the mitzvah of making sure that a person that has died has a proper 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 burial. So in context, Ramban states all of these acts and other similar ones are included in one mitzvah, which. Is love your neighbor as yourself. So Rav Abraham, who was the son of the Rambam, adds that the mitzvots refer to the observance of deeds. When they're talking about mitzvahs, for example, the eternal will establish you for himself as a holy people, just as he swore to you if you keep the commandments. So what he's saying here is indeed your actions, your behavior is part of God's way, so to keep the mitzvah, like a person keeps Shabbat, a person keeps kosher, a person is, is uh, giving selakah, a person is trying not to speak bad about anybody, all this is keeping Hashem's commandments. But the behavior that we put in the way we keep the commandment, this is emulating Hashem. Because, for example, a person can be very, very uh, shomer mitzvot, he can be very, very uh, guarding the mitzvahs, he can keep every mitzvah under the book. But if he keeps Shabbat and he's not happy, he's not he's not emulating God. If he is going to give sedaka, but he doesn't feel compassion for the person that he's giving sedaka, then he's not emulating Hashem. So this is what it's saying. It's two separate things. One is the, the observance, and the other one is the intent and the behavior. So. So it says here that the mitzvot refer to the observant of the deeds while following God's ways refers to the qualities dependent on our emotional characteristics. So in other words, not only should we perform acts of love and kindness, we should be busy keeping the mitzvot, which are acts of love and kindness, but we should also feel love within our hearts when we are doing the mitzvah. We have to arouse this uh, hesed, this emotional attribute inside of us when we're doing an act of kindness. So, because some people can be doing a lot of kindness, but maybe internally they don't feel anything about it. So delving deeper into the commandment of love your fellow neighbor as yourself mandates not only to treat others in a brotherly way, it means also not to do to someone else what you yourself wouldn't like to be done to you, but also we should love him. How can you love someone that you don't know? Love love your fellow like yourself, how can you love him like you? Would love yourself. First of all, you need to love yourself to be able to love someone else. This is number one. And number two is that when you are able to connect emotionally to this person, with empathy, with no judgment, with mercy, with humbleness, with, uh, with all these attributes then you will be able to feel for him, you will be able to love him. So, And when a person has feelings of love in his heart he will naturally be aroused to feelings of mercy and so on. So the ultimate fulfillment of, of man, this is the ultimate fulfillment of, of our job in this world, is to emulate Hashem. You know, we come packaged to this world, very interestingly many we have a personality each person has their own personality some people are are very stubborn some people are very angry people other people are very kind people other people are very humble people naturally they're like this this is their disposition there's people who are positive people and happy-go-lucky and there's people who are depressed and it's hard for them to be happy it's a disposition we're all wired differently and this is not our, our our fault each one comes with their own wire and the wiring of each person is what they have to work on themselves so if a person is impatient he has to work in his patience if a person has tendencies of being angry he has to work on his anger this is what we have to refine in ourselves but the other purpose of all this is that we will emulate Hashem in our ways that you know Hashem is kind so even though I don't feel like a kind person I should try to be like like God it. Fake it till you make it. Even if you don't feel it, try to do it with the mitzvot, and as the rabbis teach us, if you're doing a mitzvah for the wrong reason, do it anyways, because at the end you'll end up doing it for the right reason. It will awaken in you all these feelings. At the end of the day, you're training yourself to feel these things, because the emotions are something that need to be aroused. We need to arouse our, the right proper emotion for the right, proper time. It's like the Alter Rebbe in the Tanya, he teaches that Hasidut teaches a person to think with his heart and to feel with his his brain. Some people are very intellectual and and because they're so intellectual, they're very cold-blooded people. They don't feel, it's hard for them to feel. They're very analytical and they're frigid and it's hard for them to feel. And other people, they're drowning on their emotions and they can't even think so Hasidut really what it's teaching us and this combination of the of of the commandments and to go and 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 follow his ways what this pasuk is telling us is yeah you have to do the mitzvah but you know what try to be like God emulate him when you're doing it use your kindness even if you're not a kind person arouse in yourself kindness work on your kindness uh, develop kindness uh, plant inside of you cl- kindness and love this is what w- what it means so the ultimate fulfillment of man is to emulate god according to his potential this is very important each person has a different uh, capacity and 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 and, and, and person A is not like person B and some people for them it's much easier to love and for other people it are not so easy to love and for some people it's very easy to be organized and orderly and, 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 and and disciplined, and then there's people who are all over the place, and for them to put their act together is very hard. So each one according to their own potential. Hashem, this is not a competition, this is not to see who does it better. Each person is individual, and Hashem looks at each person individually. He's not comparing anybody to anybody else. So the Rambam maintains this is the ultimate perfection of human conduct to perform these actions in the appropriate measure and in relation to the appropriate people, not simply as a result of emotional uh, arousal. So all emotional arousal is undesirable. So what he's saying here is that the emotions have to be proper they have to be proper for the moment for example if a person god forbid loses a loved one well it's proper to cry it's proper to cry for a year two years whatever he needs to cry to be able to be okay it's proper but a person that is crying all day for no reason that is not proper so what he's saying here is that this applies especially in regard to punishment like when we're um, being judgmental towards other people it must be done without any feeling of anger, like if you're gonna uh your child you're gonna educate him you have to punish him he's not doing a good thing he's not behaving properly and you have to punish him do it without arousing anger inside of you this is what he's saying here acts of mercy and forgiveness must excessively outweigh the acts of retribution so we have to work on ourselves to arouse always mercy love kindness uh, being non-judgmental towards other people, uh, having the benefit of the doubt towards someone else. It's so important and, and now that we're in the month of Elul, we're preparing ourselves for Rosh Hashanah, which is uh, audit day, and the union keeper, which is um, which is really uh, a very serious day in which we're being judged. Uh, it's good to accustom ourselves to not judge anybody, to be to be very forgiving towards others, because the way we are with others, this is the way Hashem is with us. So in the Rambam's own words, to emulate him, may he be exalted according to our potential, following his ways, is not merely a commandment that binds us to conduct ourselves in the way we behave with mercy, compassion, and the like, as understood in the Sefer HaChinuk, but rather, it's a command to emulate him according to our capacities with the sole intention and purpose of emulating Hashem our creator and revealing him through our actions so when we're emulating God and this is the whole purpose of mitzvot, it's to emulate Hashem, like for example you have the, the, the mitzvah of, of opening your home to people that don't have where to go, especially on Shabbat or on the Hagim, and there's people who have nowhere to eat or, or nowhere to sleep, and to open your home, for some people it's very easy, for some people it's very hard. For example, for me, this was a really hard mitzvah because I come from a place where we are not used to doing this. In Colombia, you don't open your home to anybody; you're you're scared. It's a very it's a very scary place. You just don't open your place to, your home to anybody. But here, the, the Torah is telling us otherwise. Like God is open and giving. This is His home. The world is His home. He opened it for us. He gave it to us you can breathe his air, you can eat his food, you can sit in his parks, you can use the world for yourself, he never tells you don't don't sit here, don't do this, you can do here whatever you want, you can go and hike, you can go into the ocean, you, it's his home, and we're here nevertheless, we're uh, his guests, so in the same way, we should be open obviously with intelligence you have to know who's coming to your home you have to make sure it's the right person but it, we have to be able to to do this, and when we do this, we're really emulating God. So the Rambam explains that halaha, Jewish law, mandates that a person should train himself in these character traits of mido, or midots, as we know them, that resemble God's ways. He concludes, since the Creator is called by these names, compassionate, merciful, just, eh, this proper conduct is known as the middle path. And so the Torah always tells us that we always have to go in the middle path what does it mean to go in the middle path and the, the, the meaning of it is, is that we're we're obliged to follow the way of God this is the middle path this is the middle path, not too much to one side, not too much to the other. The middle path is what does God do in this case? And if you don't know, open the Torah. You'll see millions of stories there that really emulate him, that tell you what is the proper way to act in such a case. So, And sometimes he has to be disciplinary, you see it. So all of God's attributes are ways of expression that do not result from emotional arousal. Hashem is not an emotional being these models of expression emanate from him, it's a part of him, the, the, the sefirot, the, the, the emotional and intellectual attributes of God are really a part of him, it's an expression of God in this world, this is how he, he, he projects himself towards us, so, the, so therefore they are part of his way to relate to the world, and these attributes, as said before, emanate from him, as such, they don't create any change in God, he's in, he will never change, he is, he was, and he will be the same always, nothing will change him, he's not affected by a war in, in any place of the world, he, he'll, he'll be the same, and instead, because these attributes emanate from him without an emotional arousal, they are truly good and just paths. And at the same time, Hashem gave us two, these 10 ways of uh, expression. Every person has these 10 sefirot inside of them. We have them, we have these powers of the soul, and this is so we can emulate him. They're put inside of us so we can try to be godly, to tr- we can try to live in a godly way, emulating Hashem. So when a person is able to arouse within him these emotional attributes and use them emulating God, he will be able to conduct himself in the good and just path, which reflects the adjectives used to describe God, as we said before. So when a person has an intent, intention, this is the most important thing ever, is what is behind your action? What is your agenda? Why are you doing what you do? It's an important question. When you're going to do something, ask yourself, what is motivating me? and the reality is we have to come to the point in which our sole motivation is to emulate Hashem this is it i ask myself many many times is this a proper way to act is this what Hashem would want from me is this what God would like me to be like and many times i I confront these questions and the answer is no this is not what God wants so i do what he wants it's not what i want it's what he wants so, so here we see that, they, that we acquire the middle path which reflects the true positive dimension of the emotional attributes as they are expressed by God and as the Rambam states, as it is appropriate. So there are times when we need to be merciful, and there's times when we need to restrain ourselves and be disciplinary and be not judgmental, but we need to to have Gevura, we need to have discipline, boundaries, sometimes we have to put boundaries, because if not, we we harm other people and we harm or we allow others to harm ourselves so according to hasidut every soul is an actual spark of god we are all an emanation of hashem We're, there's a pinkle when they say the pinkle it's a spark of god inside of us it's a this is our divine soul which is an infinite soul it will never die because it's infinite like god it's a of him it's not that we're God but we have a godly part inside of us and it is an emanation of Hashem so from this it can be understood that the soul itself is utterly unbounded the soul has no limits it is only that it is expression in the body is limited so when we're put inside a body the body is, it's, it's finite it, it it's constrained it's heavy so the soul his expression inside of the body is a limited expression and this lifts him up and brings about an unlimited ascent so the boundary of the body which constrains the essence of the of the soul which is the divine spark of god allows that soul to be able to ascend and ascend and ascend, because every time we try to emulate God and this spark of God that is inside of us has to go against all nature, because we have a, an animal part of ourselves inside too, and we have to battle this part of us so we can do the godly thing, then we're able to to lift up this this spark. and. Um, and so and we see here that in simple terms he has such an infinite degree of vitality in his divine service that he's motivated to a level of self-sacrifice this is the intent of the command to follow his path to emulate him according to our potential so we see that angels are are ecstatic angels don't ascend angels are made to be what they are they cannot grow they're, 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 they, 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 they—they have a, a mission. They, they have a reason why they were created. They're stuck to their purpose. They can't. Evolve, but a human being can evolve. A human being can grow out of that potential he has. Once he has reached that potential, he can acquire a new potential. So it's infinite, infinite. You can grow and outgrow and outgrow and outgrow yourself, because with that godly part inside of you, you can really there's no limit. So what it is mean is that we all have infinite potential in our devotion to God, in the way we serve God. We have. infinite infinite uh, potential, and the amount of mitzvahs may be limited, there's only 613, but the way in which we perform them has no limit. So I wish you a blessed week, Uh, we're 13 days away from Rosh Hashanah. And, uh, and I hope all these classes have really helped you grow and expand yourself and you'll be able to receive the new year in a new uh, way with more strength and more vitality and remember live a little higher thank you.